0: Um, can they say that? 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 They can, and they will. Will
1: they will say what you wanna say?
0: How are you guys today this is can they say that and I am Polly Hamp? I am Gina Burkmeier and welcome to today's show. We're pretty excited about this topic. Yes, we're going to be talking about
1: safe people. This is something we both talk about with our clients a lot. Yes. We cannot overestimate the importance of a healthy and safe support system in our lives. And
0: we're going to talk about all of the edges around whether how to be a safe person. What is a safe person? Are you a safe person? Mm. Um, why do we need them? Why do we need safe people? Why do we want to be them? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to touch on a lot of um, safe things today. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well Thanks. played. Thank you. <laughs> so there is actually a book out there yes,
1: called there Safe People, and it's by doctors Cloud and Townsend. Mm-hmm. And we really do love this book a lot. Uh, I want to make a side note real quick. Um, let me just follow my rabbit trail for a minute. Right. They also have another book called Boundaries, which we love. It's a great book. In fact, there's multiple levels of that mm-hmm. book. There's Boundaries in Dating, Boundaries with Teens, Boundaries with Kids, mm-hmm. and then just their overall Boundaries book. We suggest that if you're going to read these two books, and we do suggest you read them, please safe people comes first. And the reason is that with boundaries, we need safe places to practice those mm-hmm. boundaries. And if we don't know what a safe person is, if we don't know what a safe place to practice those boundaries looks like, we can really set ourselves up to be hurt. So if you're going to read the two,
0: and again, we do recommend that you do, do read them in that order. Safe people first and then boundaries. Well, and I love that Cloud and Townsend, you know, they wrote boundaries and then, you know, it'd been out for quite some time. And then they realized it's like, you know, we're talking about boundaries, but so many people have the filter of not knowing what a safe person is. Right. So setting boundaries through those lenses um create more issues to create boundaries. I'm saying this wrong, but I have a no, picture I think in my that's, head. I think that's And so they took right. they took all of that knowledge mm-hmm. and I love that they took it a step further and said, Hey, here, here's this I mean, and it's not a big book, so it's, No, it's mm, pretty it's it's a quick read. Yeah, and so it's like let's really kind of Change your paradigm of what a safe person is and an mm-hmm. understanding of what it is to be able to challenge you, then to be able to read boundaries through the lenses of, oh. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Cloud and Townsend.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And I think we're going to, so it's important to recognize who safe people are, what mm. safe people look like, recognize what they're not. And also, I think one of the biggest reasons that we want to become safe people not is not just about other people it's for ourselves yes. too because we are can be our own worst enemy which we're actually going to do a whole episode i think on That's that right <laughs> this season but we can be our own worst enemy as well as the enemy of those that we love and care for <laughs> so really learning how to be a safe person is important uh, as well as recognizing a safe
0: person so right now i want everybody to take a deep breath <sighs> And be willing to hear through ears of all different angles Mm. about yourself, whether you are a safe person or, um, or that there might be some people that might be shocking to you that are not safe in your circle. Yes. And so be willing to hear and listen, but then discern what we're saying. Um, we find this topic incredibly important because once you finally start understanding it, your life will change. 100%. And, and there will be people in your life that you will probably, um, if if through conversation and through healthy conflict and confrontation does not go well, may not be a part of your life anymore. And so, you know, and that's in extreme cases, but extreme cases happen. And so yeah. just understanding um, the big picture of it, but how beautiful it is to to know this. Yes.
1: And I would say that as you listen today and you begin to really examine some of those relationships in your life, and we're going to walk you through an exercise to do that. So while that's on the radar, think about pause us right now if you don't have it handy and go grab a pen and a piece of paper Mm -hmm. um, and we'll wait. Okay. So that was (laughs) us waiting. And (laughs) you're back. Um, But I think it's really important to know that even though some of this might be hard to hear, some of those relationships that you examine may come out on the not good end in terms of identifying as safe people. That does not mean that they have to be totally written out of your life. That is something to determine. Now, if it's extremely unsafe a- – When we're we're walking into territories of abuse here, Mm -hmm. that's another story, and you'll want to get some professional help ferreting that out. We're talking about people who it's just not generally safe for you to go to them with things. Maybe they stay in your life, but they move to a new position
0: in your life, and we'll talk about that when we do the exercise. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to take a second and talk about what a safe person is, Mm -hmm. and um, are we going to read from the list first? I think first? let's, let's yeah. read.
1: So we have a fun little list here, some descriptions of safe people. Uh, and this is when people were asked, what do you identify as a safe person, mm-hmm. right? So a person who accepts me the way I am. Uh, someone who loves me no matter how I am being or what I do. A person who influences, develops my ability uh, and to love, and to be
0: responsible. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read some? Someone who creates love and good works within you. Yeah. Um, someone who gives me an opportunity to grow mm-hmm. and to become more. Someone who increases love within me. I love that. So I much. do too. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who I
1: can be myself around. Someone who allows me to be on the outside of what I'm, what's going on on the inside Mm -hmm. kind of allows me that space to step outside. Mm -hmm. Someone who helps me to be better, to maybe not be so self-focused when there's things around me that need my attention, maybe encouraging me towards those things. And someone who allows
0: me to become the me that I was created to be. Yes. Um, <clears throat> someone whose life touches mine and leaves me better mm, for it. I love that one. Me too. I love that meme that talks about it. It's like, let's be women and, and guys, but yeah. meme specific. You know, it's like, who has helped straighten each other's crowns, but don't look for Don't tell the
1: world that it's crooked. Right. Yeah, that's, yes. that's one of my
0: favorite memes. Right um, someone who touches my life and draws me closer to who God created me to be. Mm-hmm. Someone who helps me be like Christ. And then someone who helps me love others more that encourages you to step mm-hmm. outside of yourself and and not because they tell you to but because they do it yeah and it's like oh I want what's in them and I want to love the way they love mm-hmm. you know what I notice in this list is
1: the list isn't all about somebody who tells me what I want to hear
0: mm-hmm.
1: somebody who um commiserates with me mm-hmm. someone who is a yes man I don't hear that here. I really hear a well-rounded perspective of someone who helps me with my internal self and my external mm-hmm. self to have the space to and the grace for me to have whatever flaws I have mm-hmm. and also wor- works with me toward moving through them, healing if healing needs mm-hmm. to happen, but moving ideally on to the best version
0: of myself. Yes. And then not... Judging, It's right. like, so if you make choices that are not in alignment with somebody else's beliefs, you know, somebody who, you know, sits before you and goes, okay, I don't believe in what you believe in and the choices that you're making. I don't believe in it, but I'm going to love you right where you are. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge you. I might challenge you, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to be who I think you are created to be. Mm-hmm. You know, that God has created you to right. Be. speak to you as though you're already that person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. and, it, it's powerful, you know, It's it's been done with me, um, me yeah, by people who just, you know, saw me in my mess but still led me in that place. Mm-hmm. And it's things that I feel like both of us are called to do where yes. we sit, like with our clients, but on mm-hmm. a, you know, a regular basis where it's like, you know, their beliefs might not line up with what I believe in. But I see who God has created them to be, mm-hmm. and so being that person, that safe person for them to to have a place for them to be able to talk about it, yeah. and me not try to change them, yes, and just see who they grow into be because mm. they're here. It's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. So why do we need safe people? Hmm, that's a great question.
1: <laughs> why do we need them? Why can't we just like do our own, be our own jam, and not even worry about it? Why do we need them? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kind of stuck on be our own jam. Be own jam. Yeah. I well, am my own jam. I think um, just we, you know, we were created as community. We were mm-hmm. created as, you know... Created as individuals, but also we are created for connection. Yep. We're not created to be isolated. We're not created to be alone. We're actually like herd animals. You know, we have to be together. And if we're by ourselves, we get in all kinds of trouble. True story. You know, and and so there's this... Um, Sometimes think- we get in trouble together, though. What?
1: <laughs> oh, that's another show. <laughs> anyway, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But that way, I have an accomplice. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) but you know, it's that thing. It's like exactly what we're made for. Mm -hmm. And if if you're not safe, then it's like, how can we bond together to be able to then love well other people? I think it's this Mm -hmm. ripple effect. So we've got to have safe people in our lives. If we're surrounded by chaos we're going to probably create chaos yep. as well. Yep, I think that's true. If we're surrounded by hateful people, mm-hmm. we're going to be hateful. Yeah, it's I contagious. Know, it is. And I want to go back to what you said about created. So we're talking about
1: design. Mm-hmm. And if you are a believer, if, you, if you're if you listening and, and you follow kind of similar beliefs that we do, which is that we are created beings, we're not happenstance mm-hmm. beings, uh, we subscribe to a Christian faith, which tells us that we are created in the image of a relational God. Yes. So even though we are individuals, we are created in the image of God, who is three-in-one, relational, Father, Son, Spirit. And this beautiful, perfect picture of validation, encouraging, lifting one another up, empowering one another, equipping one another, and just in perfect love. And I think that further, particularly if you subscribe, to the same faith that we do Mm -hmm. um, that further drives home the point of our need for one another and to be safe for each other. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. So um, why do we want to be safe for others?
1: Well, I think that part of that is a character thing. And I think the more we move into what it looks like, that list that we read from Mm -hmm. in order to provide those things for someone else something in us has to grow and change. Mm -hmm. Something in us has to be healthy. And so I think that because we are all better together, we want to be able to give that to those that we love. Because this is not, we're not talking about when you have to intentionally go out and decide if you're going to be a safe person to somebody. We all have people in our lives and we're either going to be safe for them are not safe for them. Mm -hmm. That's our kids, our spouses, our significant others, our friends, our colleagues. And I think that the more we move into a design of being a safe person, Mm -hmm. we are safe for ourselves as well because our internal dialogue will begin to change. We will learn to give to ourselves what we give to others. Mm -hmm. But I think it moves us closer to the
0: design that God has intended for us as individuals as well. Yeah. And there's something that is so beautiful and powerful when you are safe for somebody else mm-hmm. to watch them blossom and who they are created to be. And then to watch them go and oh. become that for someone yes. else, that ripple yeah. effect is beautiful. Yes.
1: It truly is yeah. beautiful. So, what are some <laughs> things that a safe we'll go into the exercise after this, but let's just popcorn real quick as someone's listening. Okay, I'm hearing this. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm tracking with it.
0: What is this? What does an unsafe person look like? What might that look like? So, the first word that pops in is a gossip. Ooh. an unsafe person is a gossip, okay? Um, somebody who um, judges and will just like point out everybody's flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think an unsafe person, um Invalidating? Invalidating, that's good. Yeah. Abusive.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oppressive.
0: Man- oppressive, manipulative. Mm-hmm. What about someone who you bring
1: something to? And like, I'm going to come to you, Polly, and I'm going to talk to you about this really hard thing that's going on in my life. And about three quarters of the way through me talking about this really hard thing in my life,
0: somehow we are now talking about you. Oh my gosh, it reminds me of a time when I. (laughs) You mean like that? Right. Yes. Or, oh
1: wow, you broke your foot. I'm so sorry. You know, I broke my entire leg
0: and I was just like wrapped with pain for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody who makes, turns everything about them. Yeah. To them. About them. Yeah. For them. For them. Yes. Yes. And then doesn't see you at all and can't. Even go, "I am so sorry you broke your foot, right. you know when did that happen? Right. yeah, how are you help you know how are you getting help, and is there anything I can do to help mm-hmm. you with? Mm-hmm. you know that you, can you hear the difference between mm-hmm. those two? Mm-hmm. I hope you can, yeah, I think yeah you can. so I think you can so let's do the exercise, yeah, that'd be great,
1: um, and then uh we'll close with some more of this good stuff that I think kind of just draws some real succinct lines around what a safe person is but so if you have your pen and your paper handy we do we have (laughs) pen and paper what I'd like you to do is so the page is going to represent your life as a whole and then what I'm going to ask you to do is draw a fairly big circle on the page and then I'm going to ask you to draw a smaller circle inside so while the page represents your life The big circle is essentially the representation of people who you would share things from your story with, right? You would tell them some stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, You would hang out with them. You would consider them friends, right? That area, you're going to start writing down some names of people who fit that description. I call that person a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I would hang out with them and tell them things going on in my life. Um, They know me outside of an acquaintance or a colleague, so you'll have the whole page outside of that big circle to write the names of people who are acquaintances or colleagues, if you choose. But in that space between the big circle and the little circle, you're going to write names of people who you would move out you would move them closer than you would consider them closer than a colleague mm-hmm. or an acquaintance, right? And then you have that center circle. And that center circle really represents the most intimate part of who you are and your story. And in that circle, you're going to write the names of the people who you go to the most often with the most important things of your life. So take a couple minutes and do that. Think about who those people are. You can always come back to this, rewind, hit pause, whatever you
0: need to do. And we'll also have... These uh, directions mm-hmm. in the podcast as well. Right. But, yeah. And go ahead and hit pause and go ahead and do that. Yes. And now we're back. Now we're back. <laughs> wow. That was uh, quick. so quick. Um,
1: or you've been gone for so long. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Either way, whichever works for you. So look at those names in your inner circle. Now, what I want you to do is think about how you feel when you take the important things in your life to those people your struggles, your confusions, your hurts, uh, your secrets, Mm -hmm. um, and your celebrations. All of those things. Think about how you feel when you go to those people. Now, we're just looking at the names that you've written inside that smaller circle. And by the way, the original, 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 original version of this I think I got from maybe John Maxwell and I started morphing it for my clients in in a way that sort of helped them baby step through this process. So so what you're going to do is you're going to put a plus next to anyone's name in that inner circle who, when you speak with them, when you're finished, you walk away feeling heard, loved, validated, accepted, and maybe even challenged in a really healthy way way not in a mean way uh, but even if they say hard things to you it's for your benefit and you recognize that so they get a plus next to their name now if you are a person of faith and they share your faith circle that name as well that's like their bonus right those people hopefully everyone in your inner circle received a plus and it would be really great if they all received a circle around their names too now anyone that you were not able to do that to, the flip side of that is when you go to someone and you talk about those most intimate parts of your life and you walk away feeling judged, not heard, invalidated, um, oppressed or demeaned when you were trying to celebrate something good that happened to you, when the whole conversation suddenly became about that other person and you walk away feeling like what you needed in that moment was completely unmet, and that tends to be the way things roll with that person, uh, when you're made fun of, when you find that that person has perhaps gossiped, or you just feel like they shut you down. If that's how you feel when you speak to that person, they're going to need a negative next to their name. Mm. Now, if this is someone who things <clears throat> have begun to border on abuse, I'm going to go one step a little bit further. Please do. i going need you to take the name, draw a circle around it, and take a line, and I want you to draw the line through the name and point that line all the way to the outside of the page, as far away from your inner circle as you can take them because I think there's something very significant in being willing to be honest with ourselves and identify who those people are. And then this is a space where you may want to consider getting some additional help working through that. That's good. But take a look at the names that are in the space between your little circle, your small circle, and your bigger circle. Because there may be some people in that friend zone who could be trusted enough to be moved into that inner circle. And maybe consider starting to dip a couple toes. Now that you've got a little bit of a feel for what a safe person is and isn't. Mm -hmm put that person's name through that test a little bit and think about some of those. Do they meet some of those qualifications of a safe person and maybe start dipping the toe in the water of vulnerability with
0: them and see if you can't move them into your inner circle. So what happens with the people that you think are in your inner circle, say a spouse that when you share with them, you don't feel safe. What would you, um, what would you tell our listeners, uh, The best thing to do in those situations well I'm not talking about abuse okay okay so you just you're just not feeling hurt yeah my husband or my wife you know when I when I share something they're like whatever or Mm -hmm. they just don't listen they shut you out um, Mm -hmm. or they've even said some of your secrets to one of their friends Mm -hmm. you know things like that so what would you do because those people should be your inner circle they should i wholeheartedly believe that I think you can
1: start with a conversation and I think books like safe people can help you have those conversations and I think that um, be careful though because don't go when you're super angry because then it's just going to be a big blow up and that's not going to be helpful but you can even say listen um I heard this podcast and they were talking about safe people and why we need them and what they look like And I really wanted to put your name in my inner circle, but here's why I couldn't. And here's how I feel. And I'm wondering if you knew that. And I'm wondering if we could talk about some ways to make that better. Yeah. Because I don't think that you want to treat me that way. Mm -hmm. I don't, maybe it's not even on your radar, but I'm going to bring it to your radar. Mm -hmm. And then see what they do about it once you bring it into their awareness I think this is also a space where it wouldn't hurt to get some good couples counseling to agree. reach out for some help. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And in that conversation, um, being a safe person. Yeah, and staying to listen true. to their response to, to listen, me. Yes, mm-hmm. listen to their response and and hear them and say, I hear that you're frustrated as well, or I hear you say this, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's just keeping that conversation and staying a safe person because. Mm-hmm. Um, because it could be like a lifetime of just the cycle. Of, that's true. I'm going to be codependent. You're going to be, you know, just that's the true. whole, you know, and you can break that cycle mm-hmm. and yeah, it'll be good. Well, and I think that's good. That's a good point because when you talk about
1: lifetime, this can also be something they're not even aware that's embedded in mm-hmm. their, in their story of origin, which is how they were brought up. Mm-hmm. In other words, when you bring something hard, particularly if it's sorrow or discomfort they were raised to avoid those things at all costs so when you come to them they immediately want to fix you or gloss over it or minimize it that's not about you even though it feels so much like it is that is not about you that is about their level of discomfort with whatever you're bringing to them because they're not equipped to handle it yeah yeah
0: and then I just want to say, uh, have grace for yourself mm-hmm. and others and others. Mm-hmm. And just while you're doing this, you're gonna screw it up. Yeah, you are <laughs> oh, <give> and, <laughs> yes. yeah. and you know, when you're when you're juggling other people's emotions mm-hmm. and then you're also learning how it's like, oh my gosh, I did not know I was surrounded by unsafe people mm-hmm. because I have a generation, you know, my whole family of origin and all that, you know, you just kind of let everybody in. And then mm. it's like, Oh, my goodness. And then you right. have to start working on where you start putting the people that are not safe. And and you're going to mess it up. And you're going to blurt out a story to somebody who's not safe. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go talk. And, and then you're like, oh, Ugh. yeah. But have grace for yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't let shame um, engulf you in this. Right. And know that it's just part of the journey um, into discovering what a safe person is.
1: Yes, I think that's right. So I think to nutshell it, if we could, um, safe people draw us closer to God. Mm -hmm. They draw us closer to other safe people. Mm -hmm. And they help us become the person that we've really been created to be. Mm -hmm. So they help us to feel fully known and to feel fully loved. Yes, I like
0: that. Yeah.
1: So if you need further help with identifying a safe person, you can reach out to us. Mm -hmm. We would love to continue the conversation. If you have some other means that you use to discern what a safe person is that we haven't covered here we would love to hear that Um, any little tools or exercises that you do with yourself to evaluate
0: your relationships we would love to hear those and Mm -hmm. and share them with our listeners Mm -hmm. and we will have uh clown townsend's um, information on our Mm -hmm. website we're very grateful for their list and um all of the uh, information that they give, and just go get that book, Save People. Yes. And you can get it at half price books, and you can get them really inexpensively. You buy them pretty much anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So um, we are grateful for you guys. Love each other well out there, yes. and um, and don't be afraid to, to look at yourself as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So take care of each other. Okay. Bye bye. See you next time. Bye.
0: Let your words be.